I can stack them hundreds to the roof. I ain't stopping till they stack to the moon. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody going against me gotta lose. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, as not always, but I always say always, joining me is my amazing, handsome, buff podcast host that you guys have a million nicknames for, but he has more nicknames than you. I will always have more nicknames. DJ, DJ, God. What's up, dude? I'm doing 75 hard. What day are you on? Uh, 12. How's it going? I believe. Well, it's going actually really well. Well, there's only one way. That's the key thing about 75 hard. It's either going yeah. or it isn't going. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know those guys who ask you little questions that drive you crazy? Yeah. Is it like Von Kohler? Yeah. Well, I have. Guy? I actually have a question, and I'm asking you on the <laughs> air so that I... Uh, so that you you know you moderate your response, but um, so I am very good about keeping to my keeping to my diet. Yeah. Right. Right. Here's the problem I have: the way that I manifest stress is I lose my appetite. Yeah. So if I don't eat enough, yeah, am I disqualified? Yeah. You, <sighs> bro, listen, you got to stay on top of that shit. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like All that's. Right. Because you're a hard, you're what's called a hard gainer, man. Yeah. You're, you're naturally a very thin guy yeah. who has trouble putting on muscle. And that takes even more dis- – this is what people don't understand. Yeah. Like everybody always wants to talk about how hard it is to lose weight. Listen, I've been in this business for 21 years now. It is honestly much harder for someone like you it to is. get where they want to go than it is for someone to lose weight. Because it, it's it's – well, I won't say it's harder. I will say it requires the exact same amount of discipline. You know, a lot of yeah. guys who are thin or people who are thin, they want to get weight. They go out and they eat this big giant meal once or twice a day. And they're like, oh, dude, I, I ate two Big Macs and two large fries, but you didn't eat anything else the rest of the day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it takes a lot of discipline to constantly eat when you're not. You have to eat by the clock, not yeah. when you're hungry. No, you do. That's yeah. absolutely true. And the truth is, is we, as you well know, when you do discipline yourself to eat yeah. regularly, you do end up having more of an appetite. Absolutely. Yeah, and so that's that's what I got. Well, all right. Well, yeah. Just I'll, keep going. I'll start dude. over then. No, you're not starting over. You, you, listen. I know. I listen. I'm keeping myself to a diet plan. There's no that, question. That's, that's it. I'm, you, there's you, no you question. Do, this isn't a violation that you start over for. This is an adjustment you make into your diet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm not. This isn't something. Like there's people out there. When you have a diet and you say like you're supposed to eat 2,500 calories a day. No one really actually hits 2,500. The goal is 2,500, right. right? So one day you might be at 2,300. One day you might be at 2,700. But mm-hmm. it's what's the course, the, the overall body of work that you're doing for the next 75 days. If you shoot for that target number and you're around it, you're going to get the result. Yeah. So, dude, just make, just get focused on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, I know you're not, che- you haven't cheated. No, that's I'm not, not disqualifying. Right. You just need to lock it in. Right. Right. No, I appreciate this that. This is the you difference know- between doing it and doing it perfectly. And if you do it perfectly, the results are fucking massive. No, you're right. But you I, I will tell you this I almost willingly started over because I do take seriously what you say about like the first five to seven days. I was doing everything. Yeah. 
But I don't know how intentional I was. Bro, so I was the, like... The intent starts to grow as yeah. as you start to progress. Yeah. This is normal. This yeah. is natural. Like, like in some ways, I feel like the first five days just happened to be not super busy days for me. So I was like, oh, this is Build easy. on them. Yeah. Keep building. But, uh, but going back real quick before you get into whatever you're going to talk about. It is interesting when people, not necessarily people like me, because right now it's not like I'm like crazy skinny, but when, when people are grow up and they're really super skinny, yeah. they don't get any sympathy from people. No. Like none. Because everybody same, thinks it's easy. Right. They it's think, the same, oh, dude, you're so lucky. But dude, they have the same problems overweight people have. Right. Clothes don't fit right. They're embarrassed to take the shirt off. And yeah, nobody feels sorry for that. It's kind of like, right. and I, th- I actually think that this is a legitimate thing. It's like people who their whole life they've been like crazy good looking and so nobody takes them seriously as people because they just kind of look at like women deal with right, this, yeah, you know. Yeah. And but try to let a woman complain about the fact that she's always judged because she's so good looking, and Dang, no, people nobody, it. dude, nobody takes that seriously. Listen, I have some, which wi- is wrong. I have a, a few women. Uh, there's a few women in Arte who are very successful in the Arte Syndicate. Mm-hmm. They all of them have expressed that to me. They're yeah. like, dude, we feel like no matter how successful we get. People don't take our concerns, our, our, our shit serious. And I, you know what? I used to be someone who was like, yeah, that's bullshit. Right. But, dude, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen the way people interact with successful women versus men. I've seen the way people treat my own wife versus the way they treat me. Right. You know, what's funny is, is my, you know, Emily runs uh, Arte and right. she runs my personal brand. <clears throat> and these people will email in. To get me out to speak or on their show, and they don't realize they're talking to my wife. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, it's funny because it, it really, first of all, it gives you a real good idea of what kind of people they are. Right. You know what I mean? They're yeah. the kind of people who fucking, you know, treat waitresses and waiters like shit, you know, and look down on them. Because, dude, they he, and it's the quickest way to get me to not do anything yep. for you. Yep. You know, if you treat my people bad, which obviously. I was going to say, it's, it's not, not just your wife. It's not just because it was my wife. If it was any of my guys. Yeah. Remember that member who was kind of yeah. snooty with us? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, who is no longer a member. Yeah, I don't tolerate yeah. that. And it's 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 a, it's a character thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, And, and dude, <clears throat> um, you know, getting into a little bit different topic of what we're talking about, but. You know, I feel I feel like society's getting better about that. But the truth is, man, is there's some badass fucking women out there that are mm-hmm. kicking ass, right? Mm-hmm. That nobody ever hears about because they're maybe they're not vocal. Maybe they're not. They don't need to put everything out on social. You know what I mean? And the truth is, I wish some of these women would really step up in social media because, dude, I honestly feel like a lot of them are better entrepreneurs than the men. That's the truth. Yeah. No, you know? I I agree. And uh, for sure. It's really you know, I learned so much stuff from from the successful women that are around me and see things a different way and see the world in a different way and a business in a different way. It's just you know, it's like what we're talking about. You know, you don't really understand that there's people out there cuz I never really looked at, right? Like dude, I just don't I don't look at someone and think successful woman right. or successful black man right. or successful black woman. Right. I just look at motherfuckers and think, fuck it's successful. Right. Right? Like right. but dude, there's not a lot of there's uh, there's people out there that that don't do that. Right. You know what I mean? I actually think business is the one area of human life where it tr- it really is a meritocracy. Like people don't care if you're black, white or whatever. 
I'm going to get into the politics here, but I think if you're, I don't care who you are. I, if you're a woman and you know how to build a company, you're, you're going to win. Get, you're going to get paid. Yeah, you're going. You're going to get paid. Yeah. I just. Uh, so. And that's the. I think that's the goal. You know, like right now we have so many. Uh, we have such so many social movements for you know empowerment of this group or that group. Look, man, if you want to get empowered, go out and fucking beat everybody. Right. No matter who you are, if you think you need to be equal, go out there and prove that you ain't equal, and not because you're worse, because they're not equal to you. Right. You know that's the mentality that needs to be taken. It's not, hey, we need special attention because we're disadvantaged. You just got to be that much better and shove it down motherfuckers' throats. That's the truth. Absolutely. You want the respect? Go win. Yep. And and you know what? All the women I know that are winning agree with that. Yeah. They're like, fuck it. I'm going to go do it anyway. Absolutely. I love that shit. Do it anyway. Yeah. We haven't talked about that for fuck, very long. dude. We're bringing back some old <laughs> That's school. That's old school. Yeah. Hey, do you remember? I was laughing the other day. That about... was the first speech I ever gave. Yeah. That like, was do it anyway. Speech. Remember first, that? Yeah, dude. Of course I remember yeah. it. Do you remember the guy that we paid a ton of money to come in and say, are you guys fired up? Remember oh, that guy? my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, guys, we, we're, we're kind of we going down memory lane here. That guy got money? That guy got a lot of money. Bullshit. No. You, you talk about a million dollar of... smile? Yeah. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Guys, dude. we, like, we're going OG here. That guy but, did not get paid. But literally, of course he did. Oh, my God. Yes. So, Dude, we won't say who because he's a good dude, but uh, a friend of ours kind of recommended this guy. And, and, and in fairness to our friend, I mean- we thought this guy was going to be awesome. He looked like he had a pretty good resume. This is like literally, we had a local conference. Andy was a keynote speaker at this local conference. It was the Do It Anyway conference. And uh, Damn, dude, we, I can't believe we, we hired that. a guy that was going to be the MC. And apparently he was supposedly this great announcer, the quote unquote million dollar smile. Who you fucking know, recommended that guy? Our boy, Ben. No fucking way he recommended him. No, in fairness, to I'm him, gonna text him like, today and make like fun of him. Like he did, he did his, he did his, uh, he did his due diligence. Like it looked on paper, it looked like this <laughs> dude, guy was. But guys, he, this is what happened. Literally, literally, this is what happened. This announcer dude comes up. <laughs> Remember, this is Andy Frisella is the keynote speaker, right? So this guy comes up. He looks like something from I don't know. Who's that guy from Las Vegas? Dude, he looked like a fucking Ken doll. He looked like Wayne Wayne Newton. Yeah, he looked like Wayne Newton. He looked like a plastic human. Yeah, yeah. So this guy gets up, and we're waiting for the you know we're waiting for like the voice from the NFL stuff, right? Yeah. And he guys, and he comes up and he goes, "Are you guys fired up?" <laughs> we're like, "No, dude. No, no, dude. This guy. Are you ready to do it anyway?" <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> needed an intro when he was supposed to be the guy intro. Right. <laughs> Dude, oh my god! He's an announcer who wanted an interest. Oh my god, dude! I forgot about that whole thing. Wow. We actually shouldn't bleep it out. We should actually say who it is that that because he's a great dude. No, no, no! He's fucking killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our. For those of you who are sort of back in the day when we were trying to figure shit out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we back in the day, very early on, we had a third co-host named Ben Newman, and if you're familiar, he's a total stud, and it really was really wasn't his fault at all. Continue fight on on Instagram. Yeah, at continue fight. Um, uh, What is he? He's the performance coach for University of Alabama. More importantly, the a University bigger contender, Kansas State, Kansas State University. Yeah. yeah, but he's, he's got all sorts of like 
He's really done great. Yeah, man. he's awesome. He's he's a uh, mental toughness guy, and I'm sure so, we'll get him back on here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, but no, I mean, he didn't know any better. But he <laughs> he came up to me. He's like, "Is this guy <laughs> dude, real?" <laughs> no, dude, we were all sitting there. I remember me, you, and Ben were all sitting at the same table. We're like, "What the fuck is going <laughs> <Yeah>. on?" <laughs> and then when Ben confronted him, I remember this. I remember this specifically. When Ben confronted him, he said, "Oh, Benny, are you serious?" I'm so surprised. <laughs> He's like, what? Shut up, dude. No, I'm serious. You're making that he up. called him Benny. You talk to Ben. The million. Talk to ben. All I remember is is yeah. that Ben had to intro our intro guy. Oh yeah. And had to say because we were sitting yeah. on the side of the stage, and I remember the guy telling Ben. He's like, "You got to say, you got to say million dollar smile. You got to say it just like yeah, that, right, like, dude?" <laughs> and I'm like thinking, first of like, all, why would you want to spend a million dollars on your smile, bro? That was like the <laughs> second event I ever did in my I life. Know. So yeah. I didn't know if that was real, like, like you yeah. know. Of course, I'm trying to pretend like I know what the fuck I'm yeah, doing. Right, right, right. And I didn't. Well, know. it still went really well. Oh like, no, people, it was a great event. Yeah. But like, yeah. dude, the funny thing was, is, oh, dude, it was great. We had, remember yeah. Aeneas Williams? Oh he yeah, crushed. It was yeah. awesome, dude. But yeah, like, but what was the word he kept on saying? I don't know. That it sounded like. Uh, remember, he said. Uh, he kept on saying condone, but he was mispronouncing it as condom. I swear. Remember? <laughs> Remember? Dude, come on, or, man. Or, or, or it was some word that he was mispronouncing, and it sounded exactly like condom or semen or something. I'm talk to Ben. He'll, I don't he'll remind that. you. He'll but remind you. I do you. remember sitting inside of the stage, like. I remember sitting there, dude. It's cra- like actually, it's weird reminiscing about it that is. because, like, dude, now it's that was like, like four years ago. That wasn't no, very it was longer long ago. than that, was it? Yeah, yeah five years. Because, yeah. dude, it was. <clears throat> I mean, it's just weird because now you know we go to events and it's like a, it's like a pretty big fucking right. deal. Yeah, you know, like uh, we're like standing on the side, like you, like all of us, like me, you, yeah, Ben. Yeah. We all go to events now. It's like a, like we kind of grew up. Yeah, yeah, but like. <laughs> Dude, I can remember standing on the side of the stage. Like, everybody could see us that's there. Right. And then we got, like, the sheet of paper, <laughs> and we're standing on the side of the stage, and the guy's like, Ben, million-dollar smile. Yeah, right, <laughs> Dude. Right. So Ben gets it's up there, and he's so like, ridiculous. the man with the million-dollar smile, <laughs> like, introing the intro guy. Like, right, right. what the fuck were we doing? That's the guy we paid to intro oh us. Oh, my gosh. It was... <laughs> Dude. We even know what we were doing, dude. Dude, I think we printed out banners on your on your copy machine, like literally. No, I we think, did. No, I'm no, my slides. I held up. They yeah, were, they were they yeah, were yeah. pieces of paper we printed off on the fucking yeah on the copy <laughs> machine. Dude. So all this to say, guys, what are we I, talking about? I, well, well, let me just say this. To this day, it's one of my favorite podcasts we've ever done. Is uh, 107. You, you you have to well that uh, yeah 107. If you haven't heard 107 is is. Uh, uh, Win the day easily and, the best podcast. And Ben we've done. is actually in that one, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah. But um, but the what I was talking about was there's another one that's early on. It's called "You Have to Be Bad Before You're a Badass," and we were bad. Y- yeah, and and people don't realize like nah. you, there has to Dude, be. Dude, I was just there talk- has to be a process, and you have to be willing to to suck before you're just like, bro. I just spe- like the reason that we've been delayed so long today. Is because I literally spent the last two hours talking to a friend of mine who has a company here in St. Louis. Okay, he does Bloody Mary mix, he does uh, peppers, and he's getting into some other things. His name is Tony Patton. Tony's a really good guy. Got a big heart. Good dude. Makes a great product. He's he's over fifty. All right, he's a little bit older. Um, dude. The guy's lived a lot of life, man. 
And I was talking with Sal and I were in the back in the office talking to him on the phone. You know, we were like his first customer at the supplement superstores. We sold his peppers and, and marketed them as like a healthy alternative, which it is yeah. to put on your food when you're For dieting. Sure. And yeah. it really makes it better. Um, and he does make an awesome Bloody Mary mix. But he's he's you know, he's dude, he's in the beginning stages right. and he wanted our help. And we're sitting there talking and we're we're, we're getting it. He's telling us this and he's telling us that and he's telling us this. And finally, I dig down to the the deepest root of the, of the issue he's having. And he's like, bro, I just don't feel like I'm worthy to fucking be successful, hmm. you know, and I'm like, I, I'm like, Tony. And I, like I know, like I like I can do, and everybody listening knows I can do. I started dominating the conversation. You know, I interrupted him. Which, by the way, guys, I know I interrupt people. I'm trying to be better about it. So stop fucking telling me I interrupt people. Dude, you haven't interrupted me in over I, a year. That's not because, not like consistently. That's because I've been trying to be yeah. better. No, about no, 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 no. But your your hands down have well, been like massive improvement. Thank you. Yeah. I, Plus, you actually have good things to say. So, well, you know. I'm trying to. You know, like I get excited right. when I start talking and right. people, you know, people take that the wrong way. Right. They take it as I'm being rude when in reality it's passion. Yeah. You know? See, honestly, not to get off on this tangent, but that's the way my family is. Me I was too. raised I was raised by Easterners. I told you the yeah, other you day have to that fight I- fight for your voice. Yeah. And I yes. told you the other day, like I'm pretty docile on, on this show. Yeah. But I told, I told you the other day, like I raised my voice with somebody in our extended family and they walked yeah. out. Dude, they're not used to it. And I could not believe it. I was like- Seriously, I know you're like that because you tolerate me. You oh, know? absolutely. And but if anybody's raised by Easterners, no offense, Easterners, but actually, like, kudos yeah. to you guys. You guys know how to express yourselves. Yeah. This. But I'm not a Midwesterner when it comes to my. I'm not either. You know, I'm not either. Yeah, Every, you got, you're uh, Italian, man. Uh, you're dude, a, everybody thinks I'm from New York, or they're thinking yeah, I'm from yeah. the East Coast somewhere. Yeah, because of exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Or for some reason, they think I'm from Texas. Yeah. But literally, this person, which would be cool to be from <clears> Texas. Literally, this person, my wife and I were were like in tears laughing about this. Yeah. Literally this person went and told somebody else that they thought I had an anger problem and you know me, right? And that I was an unsafe and potentially violent person. Bro, it's all those muscles you got now. I know. Well, yeah, I was kind of I was people. kind of flattered. But anyway, back to your Tony story. Well, no, so I was, I was telling Tony, I was like, dude, I'm like, Tony, first of all, that's how we all feel. We all feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, dude, all of us feel lost. All of us feel like we don't know what we're doing. None of us feel like we, like, I can remember back when, when I was just getting started. When I say just getting started, I mean 10 years, the first 10 years of my business, not the first fucking 10 months, Mm -hmm. the first 10 years, that's just getting started to me. Bro, I felt like the biggest fucking fraud there was. Mm -hmm. I felt like any day I'm going to get exposed for not knowing what the fuck he's doing and everybody's going to say he's full of shit and every, my whole world will be crumble down on top of my head and it'll be over right that's how we all fucking feel we all feel that way if you're listening to this fucking podcast and you don't feel that way good for you but you're probably lying but i bet there's times that you do actually feel that way absolutely and i was telling him dude you know i can remember dude this is fucked up but i i always think about like really weird shit i used to like think that eventually someone somewhere who I found was credible in my space, right? At the time when I started in business, it was guys like Bill Phillips, all right, who is a, I mean, he's probably changed more lives than nearly anybody on this planet and a guy I have tremendous respect for. Um, 
there's there's other guys who I got to know, uh, Jeff and Eric Hillman, who own Europa Sports, who became great friends of ours and still are great friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, but these dudes, like, I used to always think that I had to have their approval in order for me to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Which mm-hmm. I couldn't get to Bill because he was so big and I was so little. Probably how people might feel about me now, you know, where they're like, they, they're like, I can't, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, there's a lot of space in between. Yeah. And, um, and I used to think that if they didn't, th- if they didn't believe in me or if, uh, the, you know, whoever's successful out there in business didn't believe in me, I wasn't going to make it. Right. And that's just not true. There is no co-signing of success. You know what co-signing means? It means like, you know, when one rapper has the young rapper and the older rapper says, this is the new guy coming up. Yeah. And then everybody follows the new guy coming up. That's a co-sign. Yeah. Right. Or they put them on their track. That's a co-sign. Yeah. There is no co-signing in entrepreneurship. It's not something that's real. Not at all. But it's something that we think is real. When we're first starting out, we think that we've got to have so-and-so's approval or our parents' approval or our teacher's approval or our aunt and uncle's approval. And if we don't get everybody's approval, there's no chance that we could be successful. And guys, I'm here to tell you, not only is that false and you don't need anybody's, what's really happening here is you're convincing yourself that you're not qualified. Mm-hmm. You're convincing yourself that you don't have what it takes. You're making up conversations in your brain about what might be said if you do what you're thinking about doing, which ultimately creates a situation where you are hating on yourself and because you hate on yourself, you don't do anything because you say that everybody else is hating you when it's really you. Right. That is fucked up. Totally. But that's exactly what people do, man. And and I, dude, I'm talking to this guy who is a you know he's got great products. He's scared to death because dude, he's he's a little older, man. And I'm like, look, brother, fucking Colonel Sanders became one of the wealthiest people on the earth at the age of plus sixty right. plus. You all have time, and you guys who are older right now, and you're thinking I don't have the time. Fuck. We live in an age where there's instant everything. There's instant social media. There's instant text. There's instant email. 30 years ago, when other people were trying to build shit, you had to fucking send a letter there and then wait on the letter to come back. Right. Like the uh, the speed at which we can collapse time from, from, let's say, the previous era where we say 10, 20 years, where you could collapse it down to, say, five years. Fuck if you're 50 years old or 55 years old, in five years, you could be living a completely different fucking life. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, so I want to add something about that because I love the point you're making here. When I was a pastor, I used to tell people, like, especially with when they were really old and they had kind of made a dumpster fire of their life, mm-hmm. and, and they were like, oh, it's too late to really change anything. I said, no, I would used to tell them, no. Not all days are equal in the hands of God. And what that means is, is that I know guys that basically were crappy husbands, crappy uh, fathers, but something happened and they made a change. And I know a guy that, that like made a massive change in his life. He died a year later of, of pancreatic cancer. And I was talking about that with somebody. 
And they were like, oh, man, that's a bummer that he only lived one year the way he was supposed to live all along. And I said, yeah, but here's what's kind of amazing. If you would have asked his son, who I was really good friends with, he says the only thing he remembers about his dad was that one good year. Like like all the previous years were erased because of all the good that he did in that one year. So what what I the way I apply that Dude, to that business. Is so huge. It is huge. And people need to realize that like time is like I said, not all not all days are equal in the hands of God. I mean, God God can do amazing things in one day that would have normally taken a whole year or even a whole lifetime. And in the same way, people need to press forward and overcome this fear that, you know, that they're running out of time. Because as you well know, you can labor for 15 years in business and all of a sudden within the space of six weeks and eight weeks make ridiculous amounts of money because everything finally comes to a exactly. head. Exactly. You know? That's what people, that, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, that's what people don't understand about the the compounding effect of of creating skill sets, right? Right. Like, dude, when I say like when I say, and we have to be careful as as people that other people look look to for advice. Like, I talk to Gary V about this all the time. You know, it's very hard for us to say information and for everybody to understand the context. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Absolutely. So when I say, dude, I fucking grind my ass off for 15 years, 10 years with, with barely any pay, blah, 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 blah. People can get discouraged by that. But what you have to realize is that was in a different era. That was in the era of zero social media, mm-hmm. zero inter- zero useful internet. Um, email wasn't really a huge thing. Text messaging wasn't a huge thing. You certainly couldn't fucking communicate the way we could communicate today. So all of those things collapse the time frame. So when I say 10, for you, it might be four. Right. Right? You guys are in this awesome position. And here's what the other thing that nobody really ever talks about, which is the truth. In the beginning, you don't know shit. You have shit for money. You got shit for brains. You got shit for product. You're shit. That's reality. We all start there. But what happens over the course of time? We develop skills. Our products get better. Our connections get better. Our ability to have resources and reinvest in our company becomes a thing. Then what happens is since you started with zero, it might like for me, it took me 10 years to get the ball moving. All right. But once I got the ball moving and I started to get some income and I started to have some relationships like the ones I mentioned before, now, all of a sudden, I'm able to do what took me 10 years in one year. Right. Now, I'm able to do this. Dude, I make more money, more money in a fucking month now than my company sold in the first 10 fucking years. Not made in the 10 years, sold in the 10 years. Right. People don't understand. I probably make, yeah, for sure in a month. That's what people don't understand. Right. Okay. Your progress is going to accelerate with your growth of skills and resources and connections. Right. So you when this is dude, this is this is real shit. This is why people fail because they don't want to pay they pay that price for five, six years, right? And they finally get to where they're making sixty, seventy, a hundred thousand dollars. And they're like, fuck, this is how hard it is. How hard is it gonna be to make a million dollars? And so even though they're making a hundred thousand, they think, 
the same way they thought on day one when they were making a dollar, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, dude, this is going to take me another five years to get to 200,000? Right. Dude, I think that kills more fucking ambition and more success than any other thing. Absolutely. It's people not understanding that your efforts compound and your, your, your investments compound, even your time investments, your money investments, your connection investments, the investments you make in your team, that shit compounds. And when it all comes together, man, it creates this whirlwind of a machine, okay? But most people quit before they get there. Yeah, that's just the truth. Absolutely. And I listen. I don't want to pick on your friend, but I think there's another aspect of this that is that is kind of missed. You always say that early on in your business, um, when things weren't going well, you and Chris sat down and you said, "You know what? What if we what if we never make any money off of this?" Right. And you said, "It's I okay." Had the same conversation. I with still him. want to do it. That's right. And so I I what I perceive in him is this 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 idea that once he starts making the big money, he's going to be happy. No, nope. but. You know what I'm saying? We even talked about that. Okay. And I told him, I said, Tony, I said, when you first started, when you first started doing your peppers, because, dude, it was a one-man show. Mm-hmm. He first started four years ago, okay? Mm-hmm. That would be, we're 21 years, so that would be, what, 18 mm-hmm. years for me? 17 years. Yeah. Okay? Where I first saw him doing his peppers, you know what I was doing? You know what both of us were doing? We were working a bodybuilding show at a table, hmm. all right? So I'm talking to him, and he's like, dude, you're right. I got to get back to basics. And I'm like, Tony, it isn't anything more than the basics. That's where people fuck it up. It is the basics. Set, you know where I met him? I met him at a fucking bodybuilding show mm. where he's sampling peppers, and I'm sampling protein shakes 17 years into my fucking company. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, all you motherfuckers out there, you think, oh, dude, Andy's just this rich dude who fucking listens to trap music and takes pictures of his fucking cars. No. I still go to fucking events. I still do those tastings. I still do that shit that I did back in fucking 1999. Mm-hmm. I'm, you guys just don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so what these people don't understand is that the basics are the business. It's not, I got to get back to the basics. When you get away from the basics, when you get off track. But I was talking to him exactly what I said, exactly what you just said. I said, and this is what I said. I said, Tony, when you go do two tastings on a Saturday, when everybody else is watching football and all your buddies are drinking beer because he loves Notre Dame football, when everybody's doing that stuff and you work two events, say two tastings for two hours each, and you talk to 100 different people that day, how do you feel when you got done? He's like, dude, I feel like a million bucks. Hmm. And I said, that's because the work makes you happy. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Dude, the happiest I am is after the hardest I work. It's just the way it is. And it's so counterintuitive to the way people want to live because they're taught, dude, kick back. Dude, take it easy. Man, you need to relax. Quit taking shit so serious. And you know what? Maybe they are a little bit right. Maybe you should just assume that if you keep doing the work, you're going to be where you want to be because that's the truth. So maybe you should just relax. How would you feel stress-wise if you knew that you would be where you want to be 20 years from now? You'd feel good. You'd have less stress. And I'm telling you, the way to be happy while you're doing it is to take pride in the daily work that you do and look at other motherfuckers who are doing the shit that you, quote-unquote, are supposed to be doing, like sitting on the couch Saturday, eating a 
fucking Papa John's pizza, drinking a fucking Budweiser, like the whole society will tell you. Right. You're all men do that, right? They go to B Dubs, they get a fucking beer, they watch TV on the big screen, they grunt. They're men, right? No motherfuckers. Men are the dudes who pass that shit up to provide for their families and the people they care about and create jobs and create the shit. Okay, that's men. Boys are the ones that go do all that shit. I'm not saying you can't do it once in a while. I'm just saying if you're if you're going to build your happiness on something, build it on something that actually makes you happy, not on something that society says is supposed to make you happy. Agree 100%. Drop that, Mike motherfuckers. <laughs> Guys, as so often happens, this is not even close to what we originally had planned. We we you know had some notes and such, but you know the Holy Spirit led a different direction. It sure did. And uh, I just want to recap because that's what I do. Really, we ended up. Uh, the way I would sum it up is we ended up talking about fear. Fear that you don't have what it takes and you need validation. Andy says you don't need validation. You got what it takes. You just need to put it into action. Secondly is fear that you're running out of time. Don't think that way. Think of time as relevant. Think of it as compounding. As I said, uh, all not all days are equal in the hands of God. So just trust to put in the effort and the, the crop, the result will come. And then finally, I would say the fear of uh, basically... There's some magical formula or secret sauce that you don't know. And Andy's answer is no. It's the basics. You get back to the basics, you stick with the basics, and you'll be the best in the business, basically. That's right. Uh, So the only other thing I have to attend to is I... hold on. I want to add one thing. And the fourth point is be cognizant of how your success is going to accelerate. Don't think that because it took you five years or seven years to get to an $80,000 position in your career that you're not going to get to a $280,000 position in the next four. Because right now, you're more skilled, you're more connected, you have more resources, and you have to understand that with the society that we live in and how fast it can be for us to communicate, that time frame can collapse. So your parents are going, you're going to say, no, I'm going to build a million-dollar business, and you sold $10,000 this month. I'm going to build a $10 million business and you sold $10,000 this month. Your parents are going to say, it's going to take you 20 years. No, it's not. But what will take you 20 years, and this is the dangerous part for you guys, is to fully understand how to fucking do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The money's going to come before the understanding for a lot of these people. Right. So they're going to get rich. They're going to make money. They're going to lose it. Yeah. Easy and come, that's the easy dangerous go. part. You know what yep. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but, so understand... That while the success might not take as long, <laughs> keeping success is going to become more and more rare because of how fast it can come right now. Yeah. So that Thank was my God. last point. No, that's good. Uh, so, guys, the long-awaited winners of the MFCEO Review Contest. Guys, got a ton of reviews. Thank you so much for doing it. We wish we could uh, fly out more people, but, you know, there are logistical issues to consider. So I want to announce the three winners. Then I want to say... Something really quick about the last winner because this is pretty darn cool. Okay, so the three winners are Carissa Lapore. Carissa, I am really sorry if I'm mispronouncing your last name, but it could be Lapore or Le Pore or Lepore. I don't know. But Carissa Lapore, you are the first winner. Allison Martin, you are the next winner. And the third winner is a man named Shan Johnson. And this is really interesting because I got to read this to you, dude. This is crazy. Um, do you remember the guy, you remember when we had that Gary V mm-hmm. 
uh, event here. There was a guy who was, I'm pretty sure he was from Texas and he was into, he, his business was pools, you know, like swimming pools. And he asked some question. Do you, Adam, Adam's here. Yeah. He asked some question about it and Gary kind of like jumped all over him and you actually cut in and you're like, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. And you answered his question. Pretty sure this is the same guy. I don't know for sure. But he says in this review, I found Andy when my company did $8.3 million in the previous 12 months. Okay, so annual $8.3 million in revenue. 18 months later, applying the insights of the MFCO Project podcast and following your IG, he now does $8.3 million a month. That's fucking awesome, man. So... Uh, I'm excited to have him here. That is his awesome. name is Shan Johnson. That's killing. And he's me, from he's from Texas, I believe. Shan, I'm sorry if I got that wrong, but and he's in the pool business. I think it's called Pool Kings. That's so awesome. I could be wrong that that's, but I'm pretty sure that's the same guy that came up here. For uh, we'll find out. Yeah, I don't know, but that's I'm very rarely awesome. wrong, but sometimes I am. If it's not the same so, guy, it's still awesome. Yeah, it is still it. awesome. So, uh, Carissa, Allison, and uh, Shan, we'll be in touch, but. Don't hesitate to email us, too, because I get a lot of emails. So that's it for me. All right, guys. That's the show for today. I appreciate you listening. If you wouldn't mind, pay the fee. If you got some uh, valuable content, uh, valuable information out of this podcast that you think is going to help, uh, if it gave you a boost, if it gave you you know, some new ideas, dude, just talk about us, man. Spread the word. All right? Love you guys. Talk to you soon.